Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, your connection to the small business community. Thanks for listening. We're dedicated to bringing you the best small business trends and tips. Visit us online at sbcncanada.org to find other ways we can help your small business flourish. It's Linda Ockwell Jenner here again with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. And um, I often say that the guest we've got today inspires me for many, many reasons, but um, he's always happy to offer advice or help. And um, I've known this particular guest for many, many years, and he always he always surprises me in some way. So I'd like to introduce Ian Ingalls, who is um a Remax, I'm going to say personally, and so you can introduce yourself better. Hello, Ian. Thank you for coming along. And um, how's your morning going so far? Oh, it's been great, Linda. Thanks uh, Thanks for inviting me today. Um, actually, my phone has been super busy today. I don't know uh, why all of a sudden it exploded, but uh, it's been a busy morning, which is a, a good sign. Um, I say, my name is Ian Ingalls. I'm a broker with uh, Remax Solar Gold. I've been with uh, Remax uh, for over 25 years and actually been selling real estate in the Kitchener Waterloo and community in the Waterloo region for about 40 years now. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting couple of years, that's for sure, with the pandemic and getting through it. We've all had to adapt and change the way we do our business. And uh, fortunately, you know, the real estate market, uh, when this all started, we weren't sure exactly how this was going to play out. But as most uh, most of you know, that the real estate market in Kitchener-Waterloo has just exploded. And uh, we've had a very, very busy couple of years. Can I ask you, um, first of all, what is this about you in particular? Because you said you've been in real estate for 40 years. What is it about you in particular, Ian, that means you are now looking after maybe grandchildren of parents of parents? What is? How do you get the longevity in this business when a lot of people hop from business to business? Well, I mean, one thing I think you have to remember, it's, you know, obviously you have to work very hard, but you also have to work smart. And, um, you know, the, when I first started in the business, you know, it was a totally different type of uh, business. We didn't have the technology that we do have today. And uh, a lot of it, uh, you know, the first four or five years, it uh, it was really tough. I mean, interest rates were a lot higher, and uh, you know, but you just work away at it, and uh, you concentrate, uh, you do your job, and you know, you start to connect with people. Um, building relationships takes takes a while; it doesn't happen overnight. I've been fortunate enough; uh, I've met a lot of great people and made a lot of great connections, and uh, so now, you know. Here, fast forward 40 years and, you know, people that I sold homes to, you know, when I first started in the business, let's say the first five years, um, I'm now getting calls from their children saying, you know, do you remember you sold mom and dad us this house? And I remember I said, oh, yeah, you were only 10 years old then. Wow. And now all of a sudden, you know, they're getting married or or something they're interested in buying a first home. And uh, uh, they said, yeah, we... we 
you know, we talked to mom and dad and they said we should call you. And, uh, and I've had that happen quite a few times over the years. And uh, so I've been very fortunate that way. But the thing is, really, is, you know, I, I've really concentrated on keeping in touch with my past clients. You, you know, try and do the best job you can at the time. Hopefully they were happy with your service, but it's really important to keep connected. And um, I enjoy doing that uh, through various programs that I do, dropping by with little gifts, having movie nights, client appreciation nights. And uh, that has really cemented relationships for me. And now, fortunately, I'm getting the reward of that where people who, you know, that uh, they say there were maybe children earlier on and now uh, have grown up and now are looking to buy, their, buy a home. So what you did long before it was fashionable, you actually built a brand, a memorable brand, a credible brand, and you do something that I wish more people would do. You don't just make a sale. And for our listeners, this applies to any business. It's not just about the sale. It's what Ian has done after the sale. Like, for instance, um, yes, you know, I've recommended you to a couple of members of my family. And I love the fact that you can help our daughter because she's in another you know, she lives uh, uh, not in our area, but you recommended another realtor, which I think is fantastic. But what you're doing, you, you knocked on my door last week and you left a little gift of um, hot chocolate with us. And you have a little saying, don't you? Is it, um, I'm never too busy for your referrals? Yes, that's uh, um, just a saying that we you know, that we've adapted uh, from a program that I was involved in. And because my business is truly now based on, you know, repeat business and referrals. And uh, I think that's really... Sorry to interrupt, but why do you think people don't get it, Um, whether it's the younger people coming into real estate or some of the ones who've, you know, who have been in it a while? Um, I I, I drive past in my car, there's a bench with the name of a realtor on it, but... There is no relationship there. I've never seen that person. I don't know who they are. Well, uh, you're I, I everywhere, it, aren't you? Well, I think it really depends on what stage of your career you're at. Because I'm not going to say I didn't do that type of advertising when I first started in the business. Because, I mean, I came over here from the UK, really didn't know anybody other than family. Awesome. So I can't say that I didn't do that. But on the other hand, as you mature and you begin to understand the business, you know, I've learned that there's two types of selling. There's transactional selling and there's relationship selling. Mm -hmm. And basically transactional, where is, you know, you maybe do a deal and then you don't hear from that person again, where with a relationship, you know, okay, I I sold those people a home and, uh, but now I kind of developed that. And I've realized that that's how I like to do my business. I like to base it on building those relationships and, to build those relationships, you have to keep connected. It doesn't mean that I'm asking them all the time for, you know, uh, you know, do you want to sell your house type of thing. But I know those people may have family members or coworkers who may be thinking of buying or selling a home. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just keeping your name in front of people and um, telling them, you know, personally, thank you for your business in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just keeps your name and face in front of people. And, and also, uh, imagine, imagine we're at a chamber event together, Ian, but you're not there, 
but you sold my house a couple of years ago, but you haven't kept in touch with me. And so basically somebody comes up to me and says, do you know a good realtor? There just happens to be a realtor at the event that night who's right in front of me, and I can't be bothered to think of your name. So I'm going to refer the realtor who's there at the moment, whereas in your case, there's no way anybody could forget you because you are completely right. You don't say, Linda, you know, here's a gift of hot chocolate, please refer me. Um, You're one of the friendliest, most authentic people I know. So I wish more people were like you. Um, Where do you see yourself? Like, there's a lot of houses being sold at the moment in my area. There's not enough houses for sale. So... Where do you see this going over the next um, few months or years? Do you think that you're going to continue running out of houses or is this coming to a slow, you know, normality? Well, I mean, you've got to understand, uh, you know, we've just gone through the pandemic, so everything changed. So, you know, it's really hard to predict what is going to happen. But if I was looking in my crystal ball, I would say currently we're probably close to the peak at the top of the market. Mm-hmm. is what I'm sensing. We have sensed that there's a bit of a shift in the market in the last uh, couple of weeks. Now, homes are still selling well. Prices are holding steady. Um, but we're just seeing uh, maybe not as many showings and not as many offers. And I think part of that is, you know, what we call buyer fatigue. I have one young couple I've been working with, been working with for well over six months. Yeah. And uh, we've been trying to find a house. We've bid on probably at least eight or nine homes and oh. been unsuccessful. Um, now they decided they're going to take a little bit of a break, but they're going to be starting to look again in April. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, I th- don't think things are going to change for a while. I think Kitchener-Waterloo has, believe it or not, becoming a hub for Toronto. Mm-hmm. With the pandemic has changed the way people work. So now, obviously, as we all know, you can, you know, we're working at home a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, homeschooling and that sort of thing. But we're seeing a lot of buyers coming from the GTA. And I think it's, it is because even though we feel locally our prices are super high, yeah. it still seem like a good deal compared to Toronto. Uh-huh. And now those people have figured out, well, you know, we can work from home. We don't have to live in Toronto and go up to the office every day. Uh-huh. We can work. Maybe they, it's a common, it's kind of a bit of a hybrid. They, they go to the office twice a week in Toronto, uh, take the train in or what have you. But they can live now in Kitchener-Waterloo, which is a really, really popular and growing community. Mm-hmm. And so I, I see things, I think the prices are stable. I think we're going to see some stability in prices. They can't keep going up 30% yeah. a year. Yeah. I think it's going to kind of just level off. But I think the demand is going to continue for a while. Mm-hmm. Now, interest rates are going to keep going up very gradually mm-hmm. over the over the next year for sure. But I, I think, you know, we're going to, probably get back to a little bit of a more of a normal market as we get through the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to continue to be busy. And, you know, I think that the increase that we've seen in prices um, is going to stick. It's, people often say, oh, is the bubble going to burst? <laughs> I just don't think it's going to happen in our community just because, um, every you know, there's so many reasons why people want to live in Kitchener-Waterloo, the universities, the high-tech companies, the head offices for the insurance you know, there's just a lot here for people. So I think the market's going to continue to be very brisk, but I think prices are going to stabilise. Yeah, we live in a bit. I love where we live. Like we're close to the airport. We're close to major roads. We, we're close to everything. I, I love it here. I really do. What do you think you enjoy about your job the most? Easy. Meeting people. 
that's lovely. That's no, I, I love, you know, one minute you're working with some first-time buyers or buying their first home, which is awesome because you can see, you know, the excitement and, you know, when they eventually get the house, you're so happy for them. You know, they're starting off uh, in their life and uh, getting a home and that's really exciting. The next thing you're, you're selling a home and you sold to somebody like 20 years ago and they're now downsizing mm. or, you know, they're ready for retirement. And so, you know, one minute you're working with some, a young couple, next minute you're working with a, maybe an older retired couple or seniors. I just like meeting every, every day is different and you're meeting lots of interesting people. And a lot of my clients just, you know, uh, have become good friends. Yeah. And, you know, and that is, that is awesome. And, uh, you know, I just, yeah, I just, you know, I love working with people. Again, things have changed a lot because of the pandemic and we, you know, weren't able to see people as much as we, you know, what I would like, but hopefully we're coming out of this now and we'll get, be getting, maybe we'll, it'll never be the same, but yeah. it's getting back to more normal. That, that, that's a great answer. So I guess the advice to our listeners, if they're thinking of getting into this kind of businesses, and last night I believe you gave some advice to one of our younger realtors who works for a different organisation, but just like everybody at the SBC and you're willing to share tips and ideas and you offered help to this, this young lady, but you kind of said if you can get through the first five years, you'll be fine, you'll, you know, you'll be on a roll kind of deal. Is that correct? Yes, but, you know, again, I mean, that's from my experience, so looking historically. Mm. But, you know, to be honest, as a new, newer realtor coming into the market we're in, it, it's got to be really tough. I mean, as an experienced agent broker, is we're finding it tough. I can only imagine a newer, younger person coming into the business. It's, it's a really difficult market to break into. Um, but again... Uh, you know, if uh, if you work hard and uh, you do the right things, you will get there. Uh, but it, it is a tough market. And as I said yesterday, um, when we were in our meeting, that you know, I'm I'm, and you just touched on it. Like, if I can help somebody, mm. you know, I know we're all in competition. Mm. You know, working, you know, uh, in the market. Mm. But you know, if I can help that young lady and give her some suggestions or tips on how she can, you know, build her business. I'm more than happy to do it. That's lovely. And also, Ian, um, we're all individuals. Human beings like different things. So some people might prefer someone like you who's been in the business a long time and no disrespect to women. You know, you're a male. Some people like dealing with men versus women. Well, that, that you bring up a good point because, mm. as you know, I'm, I have a partner, Michelle McPhee, and actually Michelle was – a past client of mine and she approached me and asked her if she'd like to get in the business so being we've been working together for the last 10 years <laughs> but you know there is situations where you know some people would prefer a man but there's also situations where some people prefer a woman exactly and so we kind of got all the bases covered and uh you know you can usually tell when, when you're getting to know somebody um but yes it is a beneficial having a team of two mm-hmm. um because you can cover any situation that arises especially if there's somebody specifically um who wants to deal with either a man or a woman yeah and as for competition you're like everybody we know who, you know who we network with um competition is healthy you can work together you can't lose clients unless you do a really bad job and in your case you help people from other realtors especially young up and coming like um the young lady last night and that's awesome i 
fell in love with Michelle when she was helping one of our boys um, buy his condo. You, you two are a great tag team. Nothing was too much trouble. Um, the the care and attention he gave was absolutely amazing. Um, I recommend you both to the world. I think you're both amazing. I really, really do. One last small tip um, to anybody out there, if they are thinking about buying a property, is it is it be patient or do you have a better one for me? Um, well, if you're buying a home, I think, you know, obviously I think um, you want to have an idea of what you're comfortable with financially obviously, because, you know, buying the homes right now, as you know, the prices have gone up considerably. You have to find what your comfort level is. Yeah. And uh, so one thing I would say, be, you know, get all your ducks in a row first, as far as getting pre-approved for a mortgage and everything else. Yeah. And then talk to your realtor, tell them what you're looking for. And I think it's up to your realtor to tell you that, you know, this is what you can expect. You know, we could be very lucky and find a home right off the bat. And, uh, but the journey, I think you have to give yourself your expectation is it could take up to six months to finding a home. Mm -hmm. And um, just because the lack of homes on the market and the the competition is fierce amongst the buyers. But I've had some people like just this past weekend, I sold a home and it was the first house these people offered on and they were successful. That's lovely. But but as I mentioned earlier, I've got some other people who have been looking for six months and we have been unsuccessful. So patience, yes, and work with a good professional realtor who is giving you good advice and uh, just hang in there and you will get your, your, your dream home eventually. That's perfect. So, Ian, for the people who do live in the Waterloo region, that's the region you take care of, I guess. Have I missed anything out Waterloo region yet? Um, yes. How can they find you? Do you want to give us some information how people can find Sure. Yes. Um, the Ingalls team, you can contact us at the, the Ingalls team.com. Um, visit our website, www.theinglesteam.com, or you can call me directly on my cell phone, 519-570-8927. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, say we'd, uh, as I always say, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. That's lovely. And thank you so much for your time. I know you're dashing off to probably sell another house or, or make somebody extremely happy in some way. So thank you for your time and we'll chat again soon. Linda, thanks for the opportunity. Mm-hmm.